0: Do you like beer? Beer. Do you like rock and roll? I'm allergic to penicillin. Do you like drunk Australian? Beer. Do you like interviews with bands exploring facets of entertainers' lives best left to the imagination and possibly not presented on a radio show? I don't know where this is going. Jump on rogueintelcom forward slash remedial. get swifty drop your pants and panties on the floor Sh- <laughs> i totally fucked up that intro which was supposed to all be a reference to Rick and Morty and their but classic this song is the powerful nerd cast hello everyone hey everybody what's up
1: so uh that's our intro
0: yep uh we, today's our, our special patriotic themed 4th of July episode. Not really at all, but you do have to remember that this is 4th of July weekend. Everybody's going to be having fun and uh, remembering the dark times when the aliens invaded us and Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith saved the day. So uh, this episode is uh, dedicated to them, of course.
1: Welcome to Earth.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know what I love about that quote? Welcome what? to Earth. He, he doesn't say Earth in the movie he like, says whatsoever. Earth? He totally says Earth. It's just... That's just people's racist perceptions of Will Smith from that movie.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. I just like saying it that way.
0: Don't get me <laughs> wrong. It's fun to say, welcome to Earth. It really is. There's a lot of oomph behind that Earth, but that's not what Will Smith says in that movie. So
1: did you uh, see the sequel? I uh, did not and-
0: see the sequel. Did, did it already come out?
1: Yeah came and went
0: independence day two resurgence i think
1: it came out or some early releases came out because i've seen reviews all over the internet yeah and no one likes it
0: no they're all saying the same thing you know independence day two is really boring
1: but they left it open for independence day three just in case
0: really did we did we even need an independence day two
1: (laughs) no most of those actors are like i guess they just needed a paycheck
0: I don't think Jeff Goldblum needed a damn paycheck.
1: He does that as hotel commercials now. Exactly.
0: He's reaping in the rewards, not to mention all the royalties from his other classic movies. Obviously, they couldn't get Will Smith back, but the reason for that is supposedly he's working on that Suicide Squad movie.
1: He's still working on that? Oh, no, I guess they were filming at the same time. Yeah, they were filming at the same time. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they're both coming out soon. Mm -hmm.
0: That's exactly. Okay. They're only going to be separated by a couple of months, uh, ultimately, when Suicide Squad is released. I think Will Smith made a pretty good decision, though, in not coming back to that movie.
1: He made a really good move. Yeah now olivia Munn did not make such a good move starring in x-men apocalypse instead of doing uh what's his name's girlfriend in deadpool i think one would have been a way better
0: uh marina baccarin yeah i think is what her name was from deadpool
1: missing the mark on that one olivia still hot i'd Mm -hmm. still do you but Mm -hmm. your career sucks
0: i'll take marina baccarin you will over olivia Munn any day
1: i'll just take them both
0: yeah no that would be pretty cool simultaneous loving baby talking about That's you right.
1: and me and you and you and you
0: <laughs> but if isn't it obvious uh today's episode is very impromptu but we do have a couple of things that we definitely want to talk about the brand new berserk anime series just started today i don't think it gets any more patriotic i mean if you're a, a massive slab of iron just fucking. if up you're people.
1: into slice of life and comedies this is the show for you
0: exactly if you love the high school settings and drama you're gonna love berserk check it out it's really good wink 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 um but other than that we also have a few other things we want to talk about christian you just got yourself a brand new addition to your family
1: i did i adopted a grandma no Mm -hmm. i'm kidding i got a cat
0: (laughs) i was like (laughs) you adopted a grandma imagine that creepy process yeah
1: you know she, she smelled the least old lady like so i picked her out of the bunch
0: you think they would like keep them in cages and shit
1: yeah but it, would they have like one big lazy boy and they'd have like a bad big hamster wheel in there they could walk around on I don't know I'm just thinking about what a little old lady cube would look like <laughs> as he walked by what I
0: love about all of this is, is one of our uh, our associates is here and he's, he's working on the side and he's just listening to all of this and I can see his expressions and he's like what the fuck are these guys talking about? I don't know
1: man 500 people listen to it every every week
0: <laughs> so <laughs> someone likes it you guys are keeping us alive uh, yeah um, but, but what What's it like having a, a new pet? I know so, it's been a long time so since So, yeah,
1: we, we went out, and it was a big step for me because it was the first pet I've ever had that I was like, I want this. You know, not like, you know, when you're in a family and your mom and dad, uh, you get a pet. It's kind of like your parents help you. It's like
0: a family decision. Yeah,
1: too. you know, or you bother your parents to they get you a dog, and, you know, they get, I kind of go pick it out, or you all go as a family unit. But I was like, you know what? I want a pet. And recently I dog sat my sister's hundred pound German shepherd and that got me out of the dog face pretty quick because that dog was like too big, kind of too aggressive, not towards me, but it did not like new people. And it was just a scary dog. And I was like, I can't go live life with this animal at my house. But what I could do is get a cat. And once a cat's set up and it understands where its food is and everything, you can leave that cat solo for like 24 hours. And it's usually pretty good as long as you change the litter and make sure it has water and food. So I was like, cat's the right move. And I didn't want any cat. Uh, You know, it's actually a funny story. What really cemented it for me was the other day I was driving home from work and I saw a stray kitten walking in the road. Like Mm. a very tiny, like six-week-old kitten, you know, which is like the tiny, cute kittens. Like if you search on Google Images, that's what they look like. You know, the little, small kittens. And I saved this cat off the road. And it's so funny because the fucking Joe Rogan podcast influences me so much, man. I hate being such a tool. A Rogan sheep, but he had a guest on that was talking about, yeah, dude, like, I have, like, three leashes in my car all the time. If I see a stray dog, I just have to pick it up and take it to the pound. You know, like, I just, I'm I'm embedded to help animals. I mean, you either
0: look like an animal enthusiast or some sort of really sadistic serial killer.
1: Yeah, you know, do you, why you got all these leashes? I, I'm into that. What? Saving animals. Saving animals. (laughs) And so I picked up this little kitty. I took it to the uh, veterinarian clinic. It ended up having a lot of neurological damage, either from being in the sun, being born that way, or got hit by a car. Mm -hmm. Um, So that kitten actually ended up getting put to sleep. But saving that cat and hearing that podcast about the guy that saves the cat inspired me to save that cat. And then I was like, I want to get a cat. You know, like, this is it. I understand. Take a
0: drink every single time Christian says cat.
1: Cat, cat, meow, meow. So, there I am, mm-hmm. wanting a cat, but I don't want any type of cat. I was like, "You know, if that cat survived the uh, getting hit by that car and stuff, I was going to adopt that cat, mm-hmm. but that wasn't the pussy I was after. No, the one I wanted was a bangle cat, yeah, and you can, you
0: were looking for that spotted pussy
1: i <laughs> i want that shiny <laughs> shiny pussy is pokemon reference anyone no
0: uh, it, it, it's rare it, it's kind of clever but go on
1: okay so there i am i wanted a bangle cat uh if you don't know what a bangle cat is it's like you can get a few different versions of them they're silver versions they're spotted versions they're striped versions and they now that
0: you d- mention it i think mostly the bangle cats that i've ever seen like they've always been silver
1: Yeah, silvers are the most sought after of them, but they're also very expensive. Like, silver bangles, show cat quality silver bangle is about $3,000 to $5,000. Damn! So I was, like, immediately, like, I'm not fucking buying that cat. You know, no way. Found a breeder. uh, Just Google searched uh, in my state. Found a breeder. Called her. She's, like, got three kittens left. And next day, I just went there and picked one up, and now I have a bangle cat, and I love that little fucker, and his name (laughs) is Oliver. And he's a sweet little cat. And he is so brave. Like, usually when you get a cat, you kind of walk up on it. They, like, look at you all freaked out. Like, what are you doing? You know, they're just sort of nervous animals sometimes. But this cat, I guess because it's, like, part wild, is just so chill. It's like, whatever. You know, it just has the best attitude. Doesn't care who picks it up. And it's only a 10-week-old kitten. Uh, but it was the runt of the litter. Uh, and I like the runts. I don't know why. I always end up picking the runts of the litters out. And he's just a sweet little cat. And we, we picked out scratching posts. You know, me and my girlfriend were like, oh, it's like our first baby shopping trip. <laughs> my girlfriend's super into, like, baby things. Mm. You know, something about girls are programmed about that stuff. And then, you know, we picked out the litter box, the carrier, all that stuff. And uh, I surprised her with it. And now he's part of the family. And he's a little sweetheart. You you met him for the first time today.
0: Yeah, he was a cute little cat. Yeah. And, and uh, pretty sociable, yeah. not mean at all. Nope, um, likes people. Clearly used to being around people and seems to like them. Very curious, but not too rambunctious.
1: That's the uh, plus side of getting a cat from a breeder. Y- you could stack the negative sides easily. These people are, you know, puppy mills. You've heard those terms before where oh, people yeah. crank out animals just to make money. But this lady is a show cat enthusiast that, that uh, you know, produces these cats mm-hmm. and also loves them and socializes them. And they meet a lot of people because a lot of people come to visit her to see the cat. So they always get handled by a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And to me, that creates a much more pleasant animal than a you know, maybe a cat or something that was abandoned and then gets thrown in a metal cage at the, uh, uh, you know, where wherever you adopt cats, yeah. you know, and stuff. So those those cats don't get introduced to the world with love like a mm. breeder cat does from a reputable. It's breeder. traumatic
0: from like the minute they're born. Yeah, yeah.
1: and so and. Every moment of a young animal's life is very important to shape their personality. So mm-hmm. I think that that it, it's it's uh, off to a good start. It hasn't shit anywhere. It's not supposed to. It hasn't chewed up anything. It's not supposed to. It so already knows
0: how to use a litter box. And yeah, everything. all that. that. That's one thing I will give some fucking credit to for cats. Because you know anybody who knows me personally, I'm not really much of a cat guy. I'm definitely more of a dog guy. Um, but. Potty training a cat, so much freaking easier than potty training a dog. Oh, they're programmed. Yeah, I I don't know how they're programmed. It's called genetics. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of voodoo magic is this? I don't know. It's sorcery. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's always been the best thing about cats is just they learn that shit so damn quick. Uh, They tend to learn a lot of other stuff really quick, too. But uh, I'm I'm still definitely more of a dog guy. But uh, I did like your cat. You know, I was a little nervous at first because I'm nervous around cats, period. My mom's cat. She a has terror. a kitten too She's had a kitten for a couple months now That little thing's a bastard I hate that thing
1: When you told me at uh, less than 10 weeks old It already kills things and brings them back yeah, I was, I was amazed talking to my mom on that. the phone
0: the other day She's like, oh yeah, yeah, my kitten just brought in a dead mole <laughs> I'm like, what? Like a, like a burrowing mole? She's like, yeah, brought it up on the porch like, like a diglet? I'm, I'm like, mom, that's fucked up <laughs> Like a diglet?
1: <laughs> I'm gonna shove it <laughs> in his mouth Mouth
0: killed a diglet
1: Yeah, mouth killed a diglet <sighs> For all our nerd fans out there Yeah Uh, yeah, so cats are cool, and uh, I love that they're independent, you know, you come home, cuddle for five minutes, they're like, that's cool, and then they back off, you know, Mm -hmm. and I like cats, um, I really like dogs, though, I mean, dang, I like dogs, but man, my lifestyle is just not appropriate for a dog, like, no,
0: you just, you, like you said, cats, you can, you know, a couple years, you can train them, they can survive on their own pretty easily, and they're they're pretty independent Mm -hmm. of humans, dogs are children, yeah, I You'd mean have to be around them constantly. If you're
1: in the room, the dog is next to you. Yeah, and you go over there. The dog, even if the dog is in the different corner of the room, and then you decide to stand up and walk somewhere, the dog will have to stand up and follow you. Mm-hmm. It gets annoying. Um, maybe it's when you see them when they're young and they're cute. You don't care because they're like your little babies. But yeah.
0: then about two months in, you're like, oh man. Yeah. This is kind of a job.
1: Yeah, and then if your dog is aggressive and may bite people, it makes it a liability. It makes mm. you scared to bring people over to your house, you know, exactly. like people have to go fuck with a cat to get hurt by a cat. Cats don't mm. run up to you and fuck you up.
0: That's not to say that cats can't do that, but yeah. I mean, you have to kind of actively try to make that happen.
1: Yeah, man. I loved my sister's German shepherds that she let me borrow mm. uh and uh house sit for a while and it was just like the coolest dog. It was so smart. It's so like a You could wolf. see in
0: his eyes how he was calculating how he was gonna kill you.
1: Yeah, like, man, I would like run in my backyard, like holding a stick out, and he would like run after me chasing it. Mm-hmm. But then soon he figured out, oh, if I bite this guy's legs, he can't run as fast. Like the dog was figuring out how to fuck me up, you know, as we were running. And I was like, this is like the most the closest thing to a wolf that I can legally own, this hundred and ten, hundred pound German shepherd, you know, somewhere in there. And so I was like, dang, like this is kind of terrifying, you know? (laughs) So, but I loved him and he loved me and he was a really good dog, but you know, it scared me to bring him around new people. Mm -hmm. And we had a uh, electric collar that we put on him for like training. And it's real funny because once a dog understands how electric collar works, you don't even have to zap him. Once you put it on, there's like, Oh, on my best behavior, and they, like, look at you kind of like a dog looks at you when you have food. You know how, like, a dog will lock onto you? Yeah. It's like like that. Yeah. Oh, I
0: might get some of that.
1: Yeah, but it's like, oh, you want to tell me to do something. Like, oh, you want me to sit? You want me to lay? You want me to go there? So it's like it engages with you differently. I'm not sure if shot colors work great on all dogs, but this dog, it did. And also, just for the record, like, there was a crank, like, 1 to 100. We never put the zapper up more than 20%. You know, like, because you don't need to. The dog just needs to understand that you want it to listen. And then it stops doing whatever it's doing. But, you know, like, if new people come in the house, the dog just, like, barks way too aggressively and kind of comes at them. And you just zap him And he just stops. And he's like, what do you want? Okay, just lit. sit, lay here. Cool, I'll do that. So, like, it's good. Because sometimes if you walk up to a dog and you whack it, it doesn't really understand what's going on. And it might think you're trying to jack it up more. You know, like, dogs don't always understand what's going on. So the the zapper is, like, a good way to go about it and it's just fun to electrocute
0: animals, you know. Jesus. Christ. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Good god. <laughs> fucking future serial killer over here. Yeah, you know. I don't know, like uh, you know, everybody has different viewpoints on this type of thing, you know. I th- I personally don't like seeing dogs in collars. Or
1: you if- fucking PETA? You know, PETA wants all pets released into the wild because they think no one should own a pet
0: now you see that's stupid because <laughs> a dog would now, never survive while i don't like seeing dogs in collars i can sympathize with people who do like to keep their dog in collars for the main reason
1: now you I met think... that dog would oh. you not want me to have an electric collar to stop that dog
0: uh, yeah i don't know that's the thing electric collars also kind of freak me out but i don't know if i was around that dog I, it needs to be on a leash though and its owner needs to be holding on to it for dear life because that dog was fucking intimidating as hell man
1: you would, were one it of the people stare into your soul. It, you weren't on in the inner circle. So you saw that dog come at you in a very sort of like, mm-hmm. I'm going to check you. It you saw know? me as a predator. Yeah.
0: <laughs> fucking it, it was Chris Hansen and I was the predator. Like it was fucked up, man.
1: Yeah. Have a seat right there. That's yeah, what the dog right told you.
0: <laughs> I always imagine Chris Hansen's voice coming out of that fucking dog that that are fucking Kevin Spacey from seven. All I know is that dog fucking creeped my ass out, yeah. um, but it was probably a really good guard dog. Um, but Dude. going back to like dogs and collars, um, most important thing about a collar obviously is, uh, the name and the ID and where they're located. I think that's an important thing. Like if a dog runs yeah. away from home and it gets found, that's probably the best thing about a collar. But like whenever we had, uh, dogs in my house growing up and everything, you know, we lived on our own property. So we're like, fuck that. Collars don't even exist. And we'll, well, yeah. Cause the do dog the wouldn't
1: physically leave the property. Cause a Mm-mm. dog doesn't want to leave Mm-mm. more than like, let's say you have Let's say you had ten acres. Dog's never going to go more than four acres away from your house because it doesn't want to, Mm -hmm. you know. But you know, if you were in a normal neighborhood with all the distraction, cars and things like, it's probably good to have your a collar on your dog. Yeah, definitely. Again, I want to also stress so people don't think I'm an asshole with this electric collar. Mm -hmm. We didn't leave that on all day. What we did is, if someone was coming over. And we didn't, if we wanted to introduce the dog to them, we would leave the electric collar on. Or we took the dog for a walk and it might run into another dog. It might run into another person. That's when the electric collar was on. That didn't stay on the dog all day, it stayed on the dog 10% of the day when needed. So just so people don't think I'm an asshole. But also, electric collars are not bad, they're not inhumane. Like I said, they just get the dog's attention and shock the shit out of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jesus. Without a visual image, you can't tell that Christian's really joking. By the way, guys, um, we do apologize. There is no uh, video for this uh, edition of the podcast. We're still sort of working out some of the kinks. Um, We're definitely going to get that going in the next couple of podcasts um, because we know that you guys want to see video. And we also know that you want to see the return of awkward imager readings, which is something that we definitely want to bring back. Imger. Imger. imager. Everybody says it a different way.
1: Well, we both say it different ways, so it's confusing as
0: fuck. Tomato, tomatoes suck my ass. It's all done. All <laughs> right. So you got yourself a cat. You named him Oliver. Why'd you name him that?
1: Because my girlfriend.
0: Oh, simple as that.
1: Yeah. She you can't those. win. You can't win all the battles.
0: Absolute power. <laughs> hmm, okay. Well. well,
1: she proposed the name, and I proposed like stupid names like laser beam, and, like <laughs> butt plug. And I was like, why can't we name <laughs> butt plug? Why can't we name the cat something that, fun? Like
0: what? No, I'm thinking of uh, a Dumb and Dumber two.
1: Did they Uh, name their an animal their cat? I think
0: butthole.
1: Oh yeah, because like he's got one.
0: (laughs) That's the joke. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, What was the other thing? How Uh, deep that movie goes? I think uh, I was uh, going for a few fun names like uh, Sir Gregor from the mountain you know mm. from game of thrones that was his original name correct yeah that's what the name he came from the breeder and i thought it was funny oh it's the runt you know name him the mountain it's kind of a joke
0: so this breeder who, who's a cat show enthusiast is also a big fan of game of thrones yeah we
1: originally made contact with her on sunday uh the day of the premiere or the day of the uh finale of game of thrones mm. which we should talk about that maybe even yeah. though you haven't seen everything um and she's like you can come over whenever you want except at 9 p.m because <laughs> I'm watching Game of Thrones oh, yeah. I was like, okay, that's cool, I respect that I'm not going to mm-hmm. miss it anyway, so don't worry And uh, Man, the internet is just so cool though Because I was like, I really want one of those cats Googled it, found her, was talking to her Two hours later about having one I just think that's amazing yeah. That shit is fucking fabulous If you got the money, and you're motivated And you got Google, you can do anything you want Yeah. So, it's pretty cool You want rocket launchers? They got them <laughs>
0: Imagine trying to get a concealed carrier's license for one of those fuckers. It's not possible.
1: It's not called a concealed carry license. It's called like... (laughs) This is my
0: concealed rocket launcher. (laughs) Keep it in my boot. (laughs) It's coming right for us!
1: Oh my gosh. (laughs) South Park reference.
0: Anywho, uh, let's go on to Game of Thrones, uh, because I didn't even really think of that. You know, I didn't watch the whole episode, but I've seen enough spoilers, I've watched enough clips from that final episode, and damn damn what an explosive opening
1: yeah so you know cersei's trial opens up and you're like okay cersei's probably going to get executed or she's going to have the mountain come in and fucking kill a lot of the people there and it's going to be it's going to be done you know the mountain is still alive the mountain is that guy in the the huge dude in the armor the, he's still alive well he got brought back with like some crazy ass magic okay like he was almost dead because he got poisoned so much by that blade by mm-hmm. uh i forget that guy's name you know the guy that, that his head got popped like yeah. a big zit yeah <laughs> That clan or that house, as they say, um, they use poison because they're the, like Viper clan or something, you know.
0: It's all adding up. What, yeah. what, was, what was that? Uh, That's Globo Gem. Yeah. What was that? The, we will, we will rock you.
1: So they're the, they're the we will rock you clan. And <laughs> so they use poison on all their blades all the time. And so it didn't matter necessarily that he lost because the mountain had gotten poisoned so much by being cut by him Mm -hmm. that he was pretty much going to die. And then one of the lower maesters that kind of knows, like, it's not blood magic. That's something else in the Game of Thrones universe. That
0: sounds like something from freaking Legend of Korra or some shit. Yeah, it's
1: not blood magic. That's blood bending. Blood bending, sorry. Different. Um, It's not blood magic, but he brought him back. And now he's kind of a zombie, but not a White Walker zombie. Just uh, There are
0: degrees of zombie in Game of Thrones. Yeah, there's
1: very different kinds. But See, he, I'm a
0: super casual fan, so... He,
1: he can't talk. He he can only kind of take orders from Cersei. Okay. So he was ordered to keep the king safe while the trial was going on, and little did they know, they had just stuffed a bunch of wildfire underneath the uh, courthouse. Whatever the hell it is.
0: That, that green shit?
1: Yeah, the green yeah. fire. It's called wildfire. And it was the Mad King's favorite method to kill people, because he would just put it under them and light them on fire and they'd burn to death
0: yeah
1: anyway that was a great part and a yeah. powerful 30 minute opener like i was like holy shit
0: oh that was like the first half of the episode. that was the was just first the build up to that to that big explosion scene yeah
1: and then she yeah. smiles drinks her red wine and then the uh the young king kills himself because he's all sad because his queen got killed everyone got killed
0: yeah like an hour after that episode aired i went to uh, kotaku just to like you know read some of the articles about it because that's usually what i do and, uh, like, the first thing I see is just a gif of that uh, that king, the young king, just, like, jumping out of the window and shit. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's fucked. He's dead. <laughs>
1: and uh, so, yeah, that was pretty dark. And then uh, all of it was great. We find out that uh, Jon Snow is actually half Targaryen, half Stark, which is the two best houses. So he's mm. obviously one of the cooler characters now. It was a widely thought of fan theory, though, so it's not that crazy to think that. Mm um we find out that um what's her name i always forget the princess's name the dragon princess that's coming from the uh coming across the 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 blonde one the blonde chick whatever the other targaryen daenerys Daenerys targaryen yeah she uh she she's coming in uh across the island now because she has a whole bunch of people the gray joys the uh god there's so many names
0: in this damn series the uh, the, the, uh, the weasleys the uh, weasleys the grangers, the, grangers <laughs> the potters
1: the potter she's got all the houses behind her <laughs> and uh they're they're now sailing across the narrow sea to dominate the red keep and uh they're gonna fight cersei's probably first up at the beginning of next season mm-hmm. and then you have john snow which is you pretty much have the ultimate good force is now set up to fight the ultimate bad force you know mm-hmm. you have cersei's versus. Uh, Targaryen, you know, going on there, and then, you have know, Jon Snow versus the White Walkers, which are going to go there. Mm-hmm. And Jon Snow's part, where he becomes King of the North, was just really powerful. I don't think you've seen that clip where he gets elected to be no, King of the North, yet. but it's just great. Fucking Game of Thrones. It's just like it's like you got a movie every Sunday, an hour long to an hour and thirty minute long movie that mm-hmm. came out every Sunday. I
0: mean, I could definitely tell from looking at a lot of the clips from that uh, finale, like the production value has gone up so much.
1: Just the Battle of the Bastards cost ten million to make, and they filmed it in ten days.
0: Damn. Damn, that's crazy that's a mill a day man. mill a day yeah that's crazy so
1: and they also didn't really even have like a full production shot list or anything they're like we just have all these horses we're gonna we have some concepts we'll just make it let's happen just
0: fuck shit up yeah let's just go crazy if anybody has an idea let us know
1: mm-hmm. and that's what they did and it, uh, it i mean it turned out great i think the battle usually historically in game of thrones the second to last episode is the battle episode mm-hmm. and then the last episode is the wrap-up um, and it did still hold true to that story because mm-hmm. there was not necessarily battles. There was just there was killing. It's Game of Thrones. It's yeah. like breathing. Yeah. <laughs> um but uh yeah, I was super pumped after this season. I was just like, Hell yeah. And thank God Walking Dead comes back in October, you know, to kind of mm-hmm. quench my void. Yeah, that dark, shitty. It, not shitty TV, it's just dark, depressing TV void you know that I'm missing.
0: Well, there is going to be something that I think will fit the bill uh, there big time, and that's the brand new Berserk anime series, Woo! which just started today, which uh, you've only seen a little bit of the first episode. You really haven't had a chance to uh, sit down and watch it. Um, but I had an opportunity to watch it today, and I reviewed it, and I released the review, and it's been a long time since I've seen an anime series get this mixed of a response um a lot of it doing the fact that the series uses a lot of cgi animation it does in anime sometimes can look really stilted and almost muppet like if you know what i mean by that like it almost looks like they're they're
1: puppets yeah what's the muppet song
0: um i miss uh come on let's start the music (laughs) come on let's light the lights we're gonna get things started on the Muppet Show tonight. Bum, not, bump, not, bump, 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 Exactly. Okay. Uh, classic theme, right there. But you could almost apply that to some of the moments in the very first episode of Berserk here. Um, but damn it, if I'm not exciting for it. Like it's just.
1: I'm exciting too, Corey. For it. <sighs> that's what you said. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, but guys, it's brand- gonna be good because yeah. I've said it before. Corey said it before. We just want it to come out. We just want proof that this series is going to exist, and we're going to get past the introduction arcs, Golden Age arcs. Yeah. and We're, we're going gonna
0: to go ahead and skip a couple of other major arcs, too.
1: Whatever. Just get into it, man. Yeah. They're going to get into the Berserk Armor. They're going to get into a whole bunch of crazy shit Hopefully right away. Hopefully they get to the
0: Berserk Armor. I think they will, though, but only because in the first half of the episode, they show off the character of Shirk, who is the, uh, the little witch.
1: Yeah, they also show off the big, the older lady witch mm-hmm. who is the and she keeper. has possession of the, uh, the yeah. berserker on her. Yeah, so uh, we're going to see a lot of cool shit. Yeah, and maybe it's even going to happen, which I have never seen happen in berserk storytelling. Too fast, you know, like. They're going to shove a fuck ton of stuff into each one of these episodes if they go that far. The
0: first episode, in many ways, felt kind of rushed, to be perfectly honest. I mean, they got through, like, the first part of the uh, first chapter of the manga real quick. They skipped uh, a few crucial stories, and they're already going ahead and moving into uh, one of the major arcs, which is known as the uh, Conviction Arc, which involves the, uh, the Holy Knight Iron Chains. Like, these guys are, like, hard fucking core. They're fucking awesome.
1: They're very much like the people in Game of Thrones, the hardcore Christian, the Faith. Yeah. You know, they're actually kinda like that.
0: They're they're like what you never expect, which is the Spanish Inquisition. Oh yeah. Essentially. I, okay.
1: <laughs> I got no joke from there. This is good that,
0: that is the joke for the Monty Python yeah. fans out there. Um but yeah, that's that's kind of the way they are. I'm really kinda surprised <laughs> that they're going ahead and getting into this. I really wanted to see the, uh, the Misty Valley arc, which is the one with all the crazy elves and that moth girl who goes by the name of Rosine, uh, who was slightly hinted at at the very end of the Golden Age trilogy arc, but only for like a split second. Um, so I know there's going to be hardcore fans who are going to be disappointed by that, but like even when I was doing my review, I was like, I- if I was to talk about the differences between the manga version and the TV version right now, I'd be going on all fucking day. There's just way too many differences at this point. And uh, I've kind of reached that sort of homeostasis point where I'm just like, you know what? I'm okay with this. Because even if it doesn't adapt my favorite stories, even if it ends up sucking major balls, I can always go back and just look at the source material. It's not going away anytime soon, and I'm not going to be one of those people who's like, oh, it raped my childhood. No, your childhood is there and it's still fine. Hence why when the new Ghostbusters is just coming out, I'm going to skip it and just watch the original. <laughs> Yeah, just
1: gonna watch the original. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing, though. Berserk, there is no original. All you get is the manga, yeah. which is still the best way to watch it.
0: Yeah, you know, but I mean, so. I, there's also the version from the mid '90s, which I still think, uh, you know, holds water. I think it's a great way to watch the uh, the golden age arc, if only because there's a lot more characterization for guts. Um, this is gonna sound weird. Like my recommendation is to watch the trilogy movies and then all the stuff that they skip in those movies, watch that from the original show, and then when all that's done, watch the new version.
1: I just think, just go grab all the Berserk shit you can and mm. shove it in your head, and then you'll be a darker, more sadistic person, but yeah. you will have enjoyed a great series.
0: Exactly. Like I said, this is going to fill that uh, that Game of Thrones void, which, you know, Game of Thrones can go into some pretty dark territory. Uh, berserk can go into even darker territory at times. Hell, this, this episode right here had some really intense imagery behind it. I mean, it didn't take long for Guts to kill an innocent child, even though he had absolutely no choice but to do so in the first episode because he was possessed by some sort of creepy demon. Just, ugh, oh, it was so damn intense. And the uh, the scenes that I did show you, even though they were very brief, mostly just the big action scenes, like, what did you think of those overall?
1: I just thought the action was good. I, don't, I thought the action was well executed. Mm-hmm. It felt like Guts swinging his sword. Like, you could animate that or show it at angles that didn't feel like Guts, you know, or didn't feel like the Berserk series in the way it displays action and impact. And when Guts hits something, he doesn't cut its stomach and then it bleeds to death. He cuts it in half. He explodes it, you know? like
0: basically.
1: Nothing survives when the blade... It's never clean. It's never, oh, he just cut its arm and it's it's, it's wounded in the corner. It's like, no, blam, and its head's off. You know, like, that's Mm -hmm. the way he kills things. And so, and he has, like, multiple weapons he's mm-hmm. got his uh cannon arm he's yeah, got his peter crossbow of them in the first
0: episode yeah which is something that i really liked
1: that was a good strategic move to put all that in there it's mm-hmm. kind of like shows you his his weapon weaponry now you know mm-hmm. and man they could have they could have just had him like learning about all that new weaponry and stuff like wow he was recovering from the apocalypse mm-hmm. and everything uh but none of that happened no. you know just
0: like i honestly thought the episode was going to open up like as soon as the movie version ended him getting his brand new mechanical arm and testing out the Dragon Slayer for the very first time. They skip all of that and they go ahead and just jump right into the fact that he's apparently been doing this for a while. He's been fucking up demons. They also introduce the character of Puck, who I think is gonna be very divisive amongst people because he's already a very divisive character in the manga version. Because he doesn't seem like he belongs in the Berserk series. Because he's the most like anime centric character. Like a lot of goofy expressions, lots of chibiized faces. But I think a character like that is almost necessary at this point in the story, just simply because how dark things are.
1: Yeah, here's the thing: you needed it. You needed that humanization. You needed that comic relief. Mm-hmm. You need that dude shooting the other dude in the ass after that other guy gets stabbed in Private Ryan. You need that <laughs> shit. You know, like you need the the ebb and flow. You know, mm-hmm. like without it, you just have an extremely dark lead character, mm-hmm. and you're just you're just. You know, you're just wading through dark shit the whole time, you know? And it can be exhausting. Yeah, so what you need is that. And also, uh, fantasy is now gone from like a good three to four level to like maxed out level 10. Like fantasy shit happens all the time after you get past the first arc. Mm -hmm. So having a fairy uh, companion is a good thing. And the other characters are going to come in and have all the other humanizations mm-hmm. that we need the arrange of the motion, not just screaming and swinging the sword, mm-hmm. you know, because that's what gut guts does.
0: Yeah. That's what he's best at.
1: That's kind of all he does
0: and kicking ass.
1: Even he says that in some of the later arcs, he's like, I'm glad I have all you guys. Cause I'm not good at like dealing with people. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at this and that. Yeah. You know, I'm only good at killing stuff. So, um, it's interesting and I'm, I'm excited, man. I think this is good. And man, you can nitpick you can nitpick this to death the cg they skipped an arc that was really cool
0: they you changing know the story around. changing the
1: story around but they're getting into it they're mm-hmm. not wasting time there's no trying to figure it out it's yeah. just happening yeah. you know
0: i mean this is a monumental thing for berserk fans we've been waiting for this portion of the story to be animated for so long and, and you know by relative standards we're still pretty new berserk fans like i've only been sort of like aware of berserk for maybe about five years um Mm -hmm. so i'm still a pretty new fan but like when i learned about it for the first time and i saw that original anime series i was like oh shit this is something really special as soon as it was done i went out and i started getting the manga series i even started purchasing the manga series like that's how much i love that i don't collect a lot of manga but i collect the berserk manga series because of just how damned riveting it is how beautiful the artwork is as fucked up as it can be sometimes but it's just, it's been a fantastic manga experience, and to finally see that as an anime is just so gratifying and so great, and just, I can have a sigh of relief just knowing it's here now, and we can get through this, although we don't know how long it's going to last either, you know, they, they haven't said how many episodes it's going to Twelve, be. twenty-five, you know, ongoing guessing, forever, who knows? I would love for it to go on forever, but, you know, considering the first episode alone, man, this is going to be an expensive series, especially because the, the pacing of Berserk honestly is pretty good, even in the manga version, like, there's always... Some crazy shit going on for the most part.
1: Yeah, I think they're, uh, there's just... It's going to be good. I also understand. Let's look at it from the flip side. Yeah. Devil's advocate. These people have imagined this berserk arc finally happening. But the current status of animation is they like to use CG on big action scenes. They like it. So people never... People fell in love with the early 90s version, or is it late 80s? Uh, early 90s,
0: ni- or mid
1: 90s. Mid 90s. So mm-hmm. people have fallen in love. They've grown up watching that. So that's kind of what they expect. They saw the new series that was movies or OVAs, which is always high quality mm-hmm. for the most part. And now you have a series that's more, probably a lower budget, uh, has to be ongoing, at least for a few episodes. They have, let's say they get, I'm making up a number, you know, they get 20 episodes and 20 million. So they have to put 1 million into each episode. It's probably way higher than they have, Mm -mm. but the point is that that's the way they got to make it. They got to make it with what they got, and they've chosen an art style, which I don't even necessarily agree with. I don't know if I like this art style, Mm -mm. but you know, let's see what happens, but I also understand why people had a vision for what they thought it was going to look like. looks different, so they're pissed, but if the story's executed well and the action's good and the characters are right on, people will eventually look past that, Mm -hmm. and in a year from now or by the end of this arc, no one will care. I really believe that. Maybe some hardcore assholes will help care. But, you know, besides mm. that.
0: I mean the current state of the uh the first episode right now is that there's just a complete divide amongst people. Some people absolutely love it, some people just cannot stand the CG animation so much so that it's actually distracting to them and they can't enjoy the story because of the animation. Which I don't know how much that's gonna affect the series in the future. I mean the preview for the next episode of course looks very similar to the first in terms of the animation and the art style and everything. Uh, but I'm digging it so far, you know, like you said, it's just to have this part finally be told is really the best part about it.
1: Yeah, I'm just happy Berserk exists.
0: Yeah. That's and it's all metal I as hell. About. The soundtrack is cool. Um, way more appropriate than the Golden Age uh, movie trilogy, which I felt lacked a lot of the atmosphere of the 90s version. Uh-huh. And uh, this one is almost its own thing. Like each version of the Berserk anime series at this point kind of has their very own atmosphere to it. But this one's very close to the manga version in terms of, like, uh, what it's going for and, like, the feel of the Berserk manga series. Just so dark, grim, and extremely brutal. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Down straight. Ready for it. Bring yeah. on the next episode. Exactly. Fucking release the whole thing on Netflix so I could have watched the whole series at once. <laughs> Fucking Netflix ruining my shit. And that's used to that. Do you? Have, did you ever get into Orange is the New Black? Because my girlfriend loves that. And I've watched a few. I've watched the first two seasons and I missed the third. And then I think the fourth just came out. I may be wrong about that, but I know I missed. I've one not of them. seen a
0: single episode of Orange Is the New Black.
1: It's like, kind of like your lady drama shows, but it's intense and obviously well made and realistic because Netflix got, got a hold of it. But
0: lady drama,
1: but people can die, you know, and like shit's hardcore. You know, it's it's a very good show. So uh, I actually recommend that show if you ever get a chance.
0: To be honest, I don't even know what it's about.
1: It's about this uh nice little white girl. You know, kind of like what you think of when you think of a standard suburbia mom character, you know, kind of like late 20s, getting into her 30s. And then she got into some crazy stuff, accidentally did some drug smuggling without knowing about it or something along those lines. And then ends up going to a minimum security jail for like a year and a half. And it's actually a story written from her autobiography of her interacting with everyone at jail they take a bunch of liberties they invest a whole bunch in other characters and they all give these other characters mini arcs and there's a lot of flashbacks because they want you to understand who these characters are and how they came to be in prison
0: i feel so late to the party because now i think the the title of the show makes more sense to me now since i had no idea what it's about is it called orange is the new black is because since they're in prison they wear the orange jumpsuits yes okay all right, I, I get it now.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what <laughs> I, I literally
0: had no idea what that show was all about. I just know people talked about that one a lot. And, uh, you know, House of Cards, of course. Everybody's talking about that one still.
1: That would be House of Cards. Ah, oh, man, that show got... You can't out dark me or out depress me in a show, but for mm-hmm. some reason House of Cards did. Like, really? Can't wow. I don't watch it anymore. Because I mean,
0: you're a pretty sick and twisted individual, so for you to say that
1: functioning member of society, yeah, Corey, taxpayer, taxpayer. Yeah. Okay, fucking own my own business and shit. I can watch whatever I want <laughs> on my you, free uh, time. you
0: dipped into the new Voltron show? On yes, Netflix? Corey,
1: and why you don't review that show blows my mind. Really? It is.
0: You've already watched that it good. all. Really? No,
1: I've watched the first two episodes, but you know it was why? great. You like it because
0: the people who animated Avatar are doing it.
1: Well, it's great. The writing's on point. There's a joke every five minutes and it's good. Each character's interesting. The lines look good. It's it's CGI too, so suck it, internet. I like it.
0: (laughs) But it probably works better for a show like that, I think.
1: Yeah, but it's like it feels like old school Power Rangers, but with modern writing. You know, it feels like Power Rangers, but with like the Legend of Korra people writing it. And it's Netflix, so it's got deep budgets. And Netflix is investing in a lot more animated shows. Like, they understand. Um, animated shows. I'm not going to use the word cartoons. Animated shows aren't for kids anymore. You know.
0: So this Voltron show. I mean, it, what age group would you say it's like geared towards? Uh,
1: young kids to teenagers. I- I'm still saying it's a kid which show, which is to
0: say, if you're a little older, you can probably enjoy it.
1: Too. Yeah, you still enjoy it. You okay. know, but they're all the characters are good. To me, it reminds me a lot of Legend of Korra. Like a lot because the writing is on point. It's quick. It's witty. Mm -hmm. Um, The lines are interesting. They all have their own personalities as well um the main characters this blue chick with her ex technology you know or the the old technology like that invented the lions is there and she sort of walks all the characters mm-hmm. you know a bunch of space hoodlums these kids didn't have a history space didn't have,
0: hoodlums.
1: they all get a second chance you know and do they
0: go through like the whole like classic you know voltron assemble oh yeah and they they do the oh, whole yeah. transformation does it like stop and pose in like the sunlight or anything oh yeah
1: or? What the fuck do you think this is? This is this is the real deal, man. Yeah. This is great.
0: The only, the only reason I was just a little wary, of course, is because this is a American production of a Japanese anime series. Although, but
1: Voltron isn't a hard one to reproduce.
0: No, and Voltron it's was Monster already of the like week. a butchered show.
1: It's oh. Monster of the Week kind of a show yeah. until you probably get a few. I'm, I'm assuming Monster of the Week until you get in, and then you get a couple episode arc where you have to fight the main bad guy. Mm-hmm. Going into the end of the season, simple as that. Yeah, so you know what you're getting, yeah. but it's well made, it's done right, and it's cool.
0: Yeah. You know? How many episodes have they released? I don't
1: know. I'd have to look all that up. I'm guessing if I, would be shooting from the because hip.
0: Uh, I've gotten requests to look at that show. You I need mean, to fuck. I mean, I like mecha genre. I don't know I,
1: why you don't have my Netflix login, so you can enjoy Netflix. Because I will give to. it to you.
0: <laughs> I give it to
1: you. You heard it right here, guys. I, I'd offer it to Corey. Corey could be reviewing Voltron right now, and he's not. So you need to blow him up. You need to bother him at the wee hours of the morning.
0: I already get blown up enough about reviewing certain shows. Like, um, tomorrow I'm going to be up very early uh, doing my final comprehensive review of the Sailor Moon Crystal second season show, um, which I'm not really looking forward to that much because <laughs> I still have to watch like three more episodes. Uh, but I've gotten so many requests for it that I, I really have to wait. Do did at you this stop point. reviewing
1: Sailor Moon like halfway through?
0: For a little bit, yeah. We, For
1: a little bit, or yes, you did.
0: No, I did. Okay. <laughs> um, a, a lot of it because one is just busy, and two, just busy. And I just, I was just, I was losing interest in it. But I've gotten so many requests that I, I just, I need to do it. I need to give back to you guys, and I, I do need to give my final thoughts on the uh, the series overall. Um, but yeah, but Voltron is something I might look into into the future. I mean, I used to watch the old Voltron cartoon as a kid, and I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I barely remember anything aside from the fact that it was basically just a bunch of lion robots that transform into a bigger lion robot or a humanoid version of it. At least, uh, they have a big sword and they fight monsters, which is to say it's very similar to like power rangers or something to that, to that effect.
1: That's exactly what it is. Yeah. You know, they're lions. One's the head. One's the leg. The other one's an arm. Being then, The
0: leg must suck.
1: Yeah. You know, they even make comments about that. Why are you to be the fucking leg? Yeah. You but know?
0: what does the head do anyway? Like uh, it turns from side to side. It looks at shit.
1: It looks the coolest. Yeah. That's about it. That's about it. <laughs>
0: I'm reminded of that classic episode of Dexter's Laboratory where Dexter and his family go to Japan and they fight against this giant monster and this robot that Dexter created. And it was the only episode of the series where his parents realized that their son is a genius. And there was like a whole sequence of them like fighting about who gets to choose what body part and everything. And that whole episode was kind of like an homage to Voltron and anime in general. Dexter's Lab is funny as shit. If that's on Netflix, I'll totally take your account soon, because that's just yes. funny as hell.
1: It's good. <laughs> you should check it out. Mm-hmm. It's fucking great, man. You know, it's just, I think the Voltron show's great. I think Netflix getting behind animated shows is amazing. Uh, Bill Burr, one of my favorite comedians, who is, right now, probably one of the best comedians in the world. Yeah. Um, he has a show called F is for Family. I've heard
0: about that. Everybody says it's great. It's a good show. Yeah,
1: It's fucking good. Nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's Bill Burr in a, in a cartoon, you know, and it's good. Mm-hmm. It's just him yelling at his kids. The fucking intro is him watching his dreams slowly get. It's 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 a metaphor. He's flying free, you know, and then slowly, you know, like student debt gets attached. Kids, he's like, oh fuck. Ah. And he just falls, <laughs> you know, like.
0: And that already sounds like Bill Burr humor. Yeah,
1: it's very Bill Burr humor. And, you know, a lot of sports jokes. That's yeah. the only thing about Bill Burr I can't get into. I don't understand sports mm-hmm. or the sports obsession is not in me. Mm-hmm. So the, when he – he also has a great podcast. I think it's called Monday Morning Podcasts, mm-hmm. And it's just him literally ranting for an hour by himself. Really? And I think he puts it out every Monday. <laughs> it's good. It's really good, actually. Mm-hmm. And But he'll always talk about the fucking Patriots. You know, man, what do you need to do? To, I'm like, oh. Don't care (laughs) (laughs) You know, or whatever team he likes The Mm -hmm. Seahawks, the Eagles, whatever the fuck it is Mm -hmm. You know, the ball sports (laughs) But yeah, I'm going to look up really quick uh, The new shows that Netflix is making
0: Mm, They're definitely making strides I mean, they were already popular a couple years ago But with all these original shows, they are cleaning the hell up And everyone and their mom is trying to sort of like replicate that You know, Amazon Prime, HBO Go I see that stuff advertised on TV all the damn time now all these big exclusive shows one of which had like i think it was an amazon show or a hulu show like it was all like james franco set in like the 1920s or something like it was some sort of like gangster series um and what i love about it too is they have like free reign to kind of do what they want it's kind of like their very own little hbo
1: oh god there's some shit here some shit some skylanders blizzard studio it's like they took all the wow characters and they're making a kid show out of it you know there's like chibi versions of like of all the WoW characters, I don't know. Maybe that'll be cool.
0: I don't know if I'm familiar with that one.
1: Skylander Academy, Activision Blizzard. Skylander,
0: that's the uh, the Spyro series.
1: Oh, that's their Spyro. Oh, you're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah. Blizzard Studios. Yeah, maybe.
0: that's how they uh, they kept the Spyro series from dying. Is they uh, they did all this like weird new toy shit. Yeah. Uh, there's a. <laughs> I, I don't know much about the Skylander series that much. It's not meant for my age group though.
1: Oh, a lot of this is kid stuff. Hmm. Anyway, there's a few good shows, hopefully, in here that are coming out. Yeah. Uh But I'm all about it. More great shows. You know, imagine if, like, Rick and Morty was a, an, a, a Netflix show instead. They'd come out a lot faster. They'd have a bigger budget, most likely, and you'd get the whole season at once.
0: That's true. I do like the anticipation, though, of, like, waiting for an episode to come out. Like, I know that's an old-school thing to say because I know I could just – pretend that I haven't seen this episode yet. Put it aside. Put it in my queue. I'm not going to watch it yet. But I love when I watch a new episode of, like, Rick and Morty, and as soon as the episode is done, you get that next week on Rick and Morty, and you get to see the preview, and that's anticipation all week of seeing that episode, especially from Rick and Morty, which, God, I still love that show. I grow in, I fall in love with it almost every single week just by rewatching old episodes. I'm so pumped for the next season. But, yeah, they would have a pretty big budget if they are on Netflix, but considering what they do with their Adult Swim budget... Imagine what they would do with that Netflix shit.
1: You know, we are talking out of our ass. We don't really know what normal Netflix shows' budgets are versus, yeah. uh, you know, like.
0: I mean, they're obviously pretty damn good. Yeah. You know, Voltron, you know, from what I've seen of the Voltron, like just from the previews, it does look really nice. And the people who worked on Korra, you know, I, I hate to admit it because I love anime so much. The Korra animation's fucking great. Like, it looks really good. Like, some of those action scenes are just damn perfect sometimes. And, uh,. Y- You can kind of argue that for some American animation as well. A lot of American animation looks great. But, most anime is is mostly just a still image of a character in their mouth. With a fucking
1: moving mouth, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But that can be done well, especially if you look back at the original Berserk series. That was pretty much animated manga drawings. Pretty much, yeah. That was nothing special. There were
0: a few scenes that were, you know, pretty elaborate. But for the most part, like, whenever Guts was, like, going into a rampage, it would basically just be a still image of him going, And And everything around him is, you know, getting killed, and it's just all red and black.
1: Yeah, so... You know, but it still that,
0: had so much impact behind it. You know that That's what was so special about it.
1: Yeah, so I'm excited about Netflix. I think they're doing a killer job. Excited about the new Berserk.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Game of Thrones was awesome. What else? That's it. That's it? That can't be it, That's Corey. it. We got more to talk only about. Only other
0: thing in the news is that Brian Cranston is Zordon. He's the only one that could have done it. <laughs> He's the only one. It's funny because uh, Brian Cranston... His uh, original job was working as uh, one of the monster voices on the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So his career has officially come full circle. Who was he? Uh, Was he the lion guy? He was not the lion guy. He was one of these monsters that they were fighting, which I think its name was the Snizzard, which was like this half lizard, half cobra creature. Um, It was either that or it was some sort of like weird frog thing. You're looking this up now. And it is funny because, you know, he started out as a voice actor. Um, and when you hear the voice coming out of this monster, like it doesn't even sound like it, just sounds ridiculous. As of course, all oh, I uh, remember this monster, Power Ranger monsters. Which one is it?
1: It's the. uh,
0: Oh yeah, I hope it's the Snizzard. No, that's, now you shall taste my <laughs> that's fucking Brian, uh, now you shall taste my firepower.
1: Oh, and they're all exploding. I always wanted to know how they did the sparks.
0: From their 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 cloth suits. Yeah, like where, <laughs> how do they do that? <laughs> I love their overacting. They're
1: like,
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Power Rangers is on Netflix. Um, my friend Ben was telling me about that. He's like, Yeah, I've been watching the old episodes. Man, that show sucks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. It is not that great. But you know, it was
0: the. Can camera... I see that monster real quick? I'm, I'm... No, no, no. No, yeah, yeah. No, you Here can't you fuck you. <laughs> Show me that monster. Your weapons are useless. It is the Snizzard. I had an action figure of this guy. I had an action figure of Brian Cranston.
1: <laughs> he is the one who what was his uh breaking bad line? I am the one who knocks.
0: I am the one who knocks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I am the one that spits snakes at you as you overact.
0: <laughs> we'll get Brian Cranston as Zordon and then we'll get uh what's his name? Uh who uh played Oh, uh, what was his name? Who always said bitch a lot? Oh, yeah. I,
1: I know who you're talking about. Science, bitch.
0: Yeah, get him to play fucking Alpha 5. Yeah. Ay, 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 bitch. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love watching old power. Rangers Look at fights. that overacting. So- yeah. yeah and what's funny, too, is this is the Japanese part right here. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is all
1: made in Japan, and then they just redub it, you know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that that's Ryan Cranston. That's so funny. Man, his career has just gone through so many different genres. It's crazy, but I do like that it is coming full circle with him being Zordon. Um, I wonder if it's going to be like full traditional, like he's the the big head in the tube, or if they're going to look at that a shitty jump
1: cut. It. Look at that.
0: Let me take a look at that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Putty Patrol. Watch this. the way that it's just a hard cut to the putties appearing yeah it's combine two shots together they didn't even put any sort of they could have put like a big flash or something yeah Yeah, something to symbolize that the putties are there yeah um but we could spend this whole fucking podcast talking about the shittiness of mighty Morphin power rangers maybe we'll save that for another time maybe reminisce about the old days um but that's going to be it for the show today guys before we wrap things up let me just take a moment but our network rogue intel not butt sex rogue intel (laughs) Now, Rogue Intel gives us the ability to speak our minds. And they give us the ability to have butt sex and be ourselves. Um, So make sure to check out the other shows at RogueIntel.com. And if you want to help keep the network going, make sure to head over to RogueIntel.com slash Amazon for all your shopping needs. It doesn't cost you any extra, and a portion of your total will go towards the Rogue Intel network. So I highly recommend you guys do that because there are a lot of great shows there that you can download for free. They're all awesome. But of course, the best one is the powerful Nerdcast. Thank you guys for joining us again. Like I said, next time, we are are going to try and do full video for those who want to see the video version and we are going to be seeing the return of awkward imager readings so make sure to stay tuned for those
1: hey guys thank you so much for watching or listening or however you're consuming this we enjoy that you listen watch or uh ponder along with us as we discuss nerdy topics and to be honest again if it wasn't for you guys listening it'd just be us talking in a room looking crazy so thank you so much for listening and until next time the powerful nerdcast is out
0: swifty bitch